This week on Androids and Aliens. As you leave the Blue Rise Tower and see another crowd of people, but this time no security holding them back. They start coming in close. They've got pictures of you. They want signed autographs. A hero's welcome turns deadly. And PG and Friss <laughs> see a small humanoid creature come up with like a syringe in its hand. As old debts remain unpaid. It then goes to attempt to stick this needle in your leg. Oh, oh my God. God. You feel for a moment a pain of rock hardness shoot up your leg, up into your arms, into your whole body like you're going completely stiff. With questions left unanswered. You obviously have a bone to pick with Gavilask Nor, but here's the thing. One does not simply walk into Ambassador Noor's office. Will dead men tell tales? And I can see from your faces that you're upset. I am sure you are curious as to why I broadcasted the events that took place. The adventure continues. This guy is such a great <laughs> diplomat. You have no idea. <laughs> I remember, uh, and Mac, like, rolled a 35 or something. Right. That's still... And Troy laughed in your face. Yeah. yeah. And then he killed me. <laughs> That's right. No. Welcome back to Absalom Station, huh? Uh, home away from home. Good to be back. Good to be back. And mm. now let's get the no. hell out of here. No, I want to <laughs> immediately. Why don't we just relax, have a couple of Cast Rebellion sunrises? <laughs> really <laughs> take in a game of space ball, whatever they play out here. <laughs> They're now called Meishun Sunrises with your uh, recent oh, popularity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of our? What was the name of our hotel? The place was nice. Moons oh, of Sleep. The Moons of Sleep. Moons yeah. Nice, Grant. Yeah, wow. Bottle cap. Good pull. You know what? Bottle cap. Yeah! Oh, that was a good pull. Put it nice. on the board. Put it on the, the board. Moons of oh. Sleep. In Grant's defense, he did read all of book one. Yes. <laughs> yes. He pulled the skid. It's been a delight. Yeah. Yeah. Skid Meyer School. <laughs> really well written, I think. And very helpful in adventuring. Question. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys think, one... When Dr. Frist destroyed the transponder or the uh, whatever the hell that thing was, that you were in the clear. 100%. Yeah. No. Now, Ellie didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, in the clear in terms of not being recorded. Right. Yes. You thought yeah. you were recorded. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought shooting it and destroying it was probably an incriminating act in and of itself. Right. Well, yeah, but I I'm not too. saying that, I'm not talking about getting in trouble. I'm talking about. Just the rest of the recorded. mission being filmed. Yeah. Right. I yeah. did not think so. And, and Ellie, Ellie, you did. You no, had no, no. the f- idea, though. Didn't you say on the show back then that you, what if this is being live streamed or something like that? Well, I always, since we, since we, since, you know, astral extractions and everyone sort of knew everything about us on Absalom Station and then, you know, you know, inviting us to all these meetings, since then I was like, oh man, we are being. Watched. Watched by everything. And I don't know enough about the system, you know, like in space, in this world, in in this universe, there might be, you know, invisible things that just... Track you. Tracks you all Mm. the time. Mm. But I I assumed that... I, I had no idea that they could film us... I didn't think that it was an invisible tracker. I thought that green thing was going to be the end of it. But she did think we were being live streamed, so bottle cap? Well, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I will never get a bottle cap. Just start this app with a bunch of bottle caps bunch going cap. Just, just make it rain on make it rain. They're like the Starfinder insignia, so we just all get one. Totally like, disposable. Uh, like that scene in uh, Arrested Development when he throws all the is it nickels on the table or pennies. What is it? <laughs> I don't remember. Am I making oh, this up? No, no, no. It's... Uh, it's Pennies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have that. Yeah. Um, Grant is the only but, one who gets bottle caps so far, right? I got really? one. I got one. Yeah, let's, ch- let's check out the board. Look at the board. board. Again, let's check out the board. It's hidden in there. Why don't you move it to the other window, Troy? Every time we check it. Just assume you don't have any. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. This being broadcast, your faces being public is certainly bad business for Friss and Kay, to a certain extent. To a certain because, And the only reason I say that is because you're being very secretive about your anonymity. Kreskaletha the Unnamed, Kay, when introduced to PG. How do you feel about this being broadcast to the whole station? Not great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason I want to maintain anonymity is that if I am going to find out what happened to 
my family mm-hmm. and why what happened to me i figured it'd be best to not be followed right but whoops whoops <laughs> Uh, and Dr. Friss, this goes back to episode one. Yeah. Your little uh, backstory here. R- refresh us on why having your face be public would be bad news. So Dr. Friss, basically, uh, so I took some cues from Great Expectations. I was like trying to think of, you know, a backstory to kind of tie it together, like all my, you know, all the ideas that I had. And I was watching Great Expectations when I, the, the shitty one. Uh, the Robert De Niro, <laughs> the Robert De Niro, De Niro one. Yeah. yeah, awful. Um, but it gave me so anyway Friss was well I, I don't know how much to reveal but anyway we were told that he like his schooling was paid for by uh, someone a nefarious person mm-hmm. and he messed up somehow messed up this person's plans for him and so that person sent a representative to his little clinic to get him to pay up he Friss killed and vivisected the representative, set fire to his establishment, and took off running into the night. So he knows there, like, for there was a good reason that he did that because he knows exactly how ruthless and uh, cruel that this person is that he's evading. Mm. And so his he can't let his now that his identity is known, he is in real danger. Yeah, this is not good, as evidenced by the end of last week's episode. Yeah. So is it like just one person, or is it kind of a, is it a kingpin of like a mob? He's like basically? a kingpin, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So you, You're in a sticky you mess with the yeah, mafia I know. and then ran. That's why he came to like Absalom Station. I'll be, I'll be all right here, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, get lost in all the, yeah, yeah, the anonymity granted by the masses. Right. But then you're on a fan of vision. Next thing you yeah, know. And then it's like you see yourself. Like, you're like in the Windows Protection Program. You see your like, picture like in Times Square, like on the big board. <laughs> name. Damn it. Every, name, yeah, with your name and address. Address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While staying at the moons of sleep, <laughs> Dr. Friss, room Dr. 17. Dr. Friss, social security yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> my, first, my first instinct is to take out Roger Glipglorp. <laughs> oh my god. You won't see it coming. The fans would you'll, never I think you'll have an uprising in the nation <laughs> yeah. if you do that. This is gonna turn into a homebrew that just totally eschews all of the dead sons thing. <laughs> the murder of Roger Glifkorf. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? Yeah. Uh, now what about Dax? Do you have any problems being um you know publicized so heavily like this? Does that really cause any problems for you? Uh, no, he's unsettled, but he doesn't have the level of concern that these guys do. He did before he went into astral extractions. And then when he went in there and they said, uh, we know all about everything and it's okay, you're in the clear. Now, I don't know how long that um, you know, abstention lasts uh, if they're just waiting and being nice because I was part of this, mm, mm. Uh, this uh, team that you know, is helping out with the arbitration. Right. And... If the arbitration doesn't go their way, maybe they're just like, you know, put the hit back out on on Dax, have him disassembled, whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, So but I don't think he's in danger today. I think that he can get off the station and he'll be fine because uh, we don't really know what's going on with Astral Extractions Mm -hmm. and the Hardscrabble Collective and the arbitration which is why I want to go talk to this Eoxium. But, you know, besides the fact that I want to... What he's really pissed about is that it was edited to show him killing another android that he was deliberately trying not to. So that's really what's on his mind. But the way she's being painted is that she was this uh, vile assassin who committed these murders all over the packed worlds, and you look like a hero for taking her Right, and and he looks like a hero, and the the problem is that, like, there is is more to Dax's background than has been revealed, but part of it is his uh, connection with androids and his desire for, uh, for them to be... You know, for their freedom and everything to be not just by law, but in actual practice, too. Which, mm-hmm. And you could see from the assassin's perspective how hard it was for her to even just, like, earn a living uh, doing anything that isn't nefarious, you know? Because yeah. they, they're treated like indentured servants or slaves in a lot of places. And uh, Dax has some background and has talked to some people kind of politically who are 
uh, in a movement against that, you know. Is and it so, Android abolitionists? Or exactly, something? exactly. Yeah. So that factors in, and if that's being broadcast everywhere, it could look very bad for him, right? Because there, there's going to be people sympathetic to her. They're going to think that the media is painting her in a bad light uh, just because she's an android, you know. Yeah. And maybe there's more to that story. Yeah, it does seem a little curious. All the other footage was straight footage. No footage of the Eoxian. Uh, and then this mm. altered footage of you killing someone that you made a deal with. Yeah. And curiously, no footage of any <clears throat> the, uh, the can carver coming to try to destroy us. None. None Very of that. curious. Yeah. Very curious what was well, nothing, omitted. Yeah, nothing, nothing from, from after we, we, bore, we left the, yeah. the Drift Rock. Yeah. What about Mei Shun? How does Mei Shun <sighs> feel about being broadcast <laughs> like this? Well, Mei Shun is also in a similar situation where she escaped the clutches of this shadowy organization. Mm-hmm. Um, something kind of went wrong, and she was able to get free, and she wanted to get as far away from Castrofell as she could. But both with being reminded of her birthday, which happened on the Drift Rock. Mm-hmm. Happy thinking, birthday, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't no problem. <laughs> it belated. Uh, thinking about that scene and remembering the resolve that the dream is to find a way to reverse what was done to her and kill the doctor that performed the procedure on her. Mm. This is speeding up the timeline in a way. And it's can, I think if we had not been broadcast, Mei Shun would have wanted to gain power, gain power, gain power, be as powerful as she can so she could go back and figure out exactly what happened and how to take it over. Um, but now she had kind of going back there seems really convenient. Yeah, do you think she's uh, worried? Like, is she, yeah, is she on the run like Friss is, or is she, yeah? Is, but I think, think they they already had kind of a special ops kind of situation there, so they probably could be following us in a way that I don't even know they're watching. They could grab me in the night at any time, right? So it feels like out of the frying pan and into the fire, but either way, you're going to get cooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's fate at this point. And you, basically, backstory-wise, you were being created as like a super soldier for mm-hmm. a certain purpose that you don't know right. what it was for, right. who was behind it, other and on than my, this and, doctor. And on my first mission, it went haywire. I wake up in Dr. Friss's office, and away we go from there. And away we go. Go. Then you got PG, who has been sleeping for 100 years and mm-hmm. gets thrown into... Celebrity. Now, obviously, your, your name is starting to be associated, but they don't have any footage of you, any footage of you being discovered. All that stuff from the minute you boarded the Sarissa, they don't, haven't shown anything like that. But now you are in with the Drift Rock 4. You're a Starfinder initiate. How, what is going through her head as she comes back and sees Absalom Station for the first time in a century? Well, Imagine everything's yeah. changed. She's not part of the footage, but it's got to be like when there's a bunch of paparazzi come out and like a celebrity like gets out of a limo. And there's like some strange person with him. It's just like, here comes Richard Grieco. Oh, and he's got, who is that with him? Oh, my God. Is that Jax's new love interest? He is into tales. Well, so they knew that Mac died. They all Yes, yeah, that footage. Remember the stock footage of her drinking sherry as a young woman at a diplomatic function? Yeah, I'm thinking, the thing is with PG is that I think... I think, first of all, she's very, very impressed with Absalom Station because, as far as she knows, you know, the war between the Vesks happened. Like, there's a lot of things that has happened in these past hundred years right. that she mm-hmm. has completely missed. So, um, but I think... I was saying during the break that you're, like, one of those Japanese soldiers stranded like, on an island yeah. in the Pacific in, like, 1963, and, like, you don't know the war's over. Exactly. Just that. continuing the war, oh, you, you know? see a Vesky, just shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ goes dead. I got him. Uh, but so PG's, without re- revealing too much in what happened right before she got picked up by Nash and Y and all that stuff, mm. um, it, it is in her best interest to sort of keep a low profile, um, but but then I mean it is dawning on her the fact that <laughs> the people that might be after her is gone like mm. it's been a hundred years everyone probably assumed that she was dead and so I think she's starting to get a little you know quite happy <laughs> with her situation because sure she can start you know um, start over start over um, you know dream about a new little life. It's, uh, so, it's just it's so much like Futurama exactly like, yeah. uh, what's, the, what's that character name it's that just, fry, fry. fry like yeah. he wakes up he's just like it's a thousand years it's like my wife uh, my family my friends 
my job, they're all gone. It's like, woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there like a super sad episode with with the dog? dog? Yeah, yeah. don't even don't even bring it up ever on television. (laughs) Every time that episode of Futurama is so sad. Skip. Yeah, I just skip yeah. it every time it comes up because I don't want to just burst out. Oh crying. God, it's so well written. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, but I think the the attention is obviously very jarring to her. Yeah, uh, but but I don't necessarily think. I think I hope not many people are are, are bothering her as of right now mm. because they just think that it's a weird Marokoi that they. I I'm assu- I don't know what the, the the talk is, so I think she's paying a little bit of attention on what they're saying. But as of right now. There's not no information about her. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, the attention is going to uh, increase, especially because there's not a lot of Maricoy running around Absalom Station, right, right. Uh, even in this part of the world. So how it, how is she connected to the Drift Rock Four, and what is Maricoy doing here? I think you're going to see that only increase the longer you stay on Absalom Station, and that brings us to the moment as you leave. Uh, the Blue Rise Tower and see another crowd of people, but this time no security holding them back. They start coming in close. They've got pictures of you. They want signed autographs. Uh, people want a, like a statement for their local gazette, their local school paper. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and PG and Friss see a small humanoid creature come up with like a syringe in its hand. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my baby. Man. God. <laughs> Ooh, natural 20. Oh, there you go, oh, Chris. Yes, that's what I was talking time. about. There you now go. Natural three. Natural one. Damn it. Oh, man. We are really slow off the jump. Wow. <laughs> oh. Good luck, Chris. Yep. <laughs> See you on the other side. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Dax, what do you got? 10. Dax, 10. Uh, Meishan. Talk about a 12. 12 for Are we talking shot. about it? We're talking about it. Uh, Let's talk about it. K. One. <laughs> and PG. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, Friss, what is your uh, initiative bonus? Because I also rolled a natural 20. Oh, five. For God's oh. sakes. Five. Yeah. Friss, you go first. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I am. Can I do a Can I do a perception check first? Just yeah, to absolutely. See, like, okay. Ooh, 16. Uh, this is 25 again. Uh, 25. Uh, it looks like a gnome is coming oh, at you. Cool. Uh, it's dressed. It doesn't look out of place at all. Uh, it is a gnome, and it has, like, a syringe, and it's definitely coming straight for you to stick the syringe in. Okay. You're uh, about uh, five feet away from it. I'm going to do a sense motive check so I can do a trick attack. Okay. Okay. Come on. Get it. Uh, that is a 24. 24? Uh, yeah, you get it. Okay. So, Friss, <laughs> like, he sees this thing, this little thing coming for me. He just, like, pulls his gun right from his holster without hesitating and just so boom, squeezes off around. Ooh, Natty 17. Oh, this is huge. That is a 23 to hit. That'll do. Okay. Oh, awesome. And... Uh, so that's four points of damage, and it is flat-footed. Four um, points of damage, and it's flat-footed. Yeah, until the end of its next turn. Just to you or to all of us? To everybody. Nice. Yeah. All right, so you pull out that pistol, fire away, does four points of damage. It then goes to attempt to stick this needle in your leg. Oh, oh my God. God. Please miss. Natty 19. Oh, oh, no. Sticks the needle no. in your leg. Roll a fortitude save. Uh, Dr. Friss. Oh, God. No. <laughs> uh, oh, Natty 17. Um, Rolling rocks today, uh, I know. This is Rolling great. Rocks. I got this. This is the new die that I picked up at the wizard's chest when I was in Denver. Uh, that's 18. 18. Yeah. Uh, DC 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. You only a plus one. <laughs> so the minute this syringe goes into your leg, you feel for a moment a pain of like rock hardness shoot up your leg, up into your arms, into your whole body like you're going completely stiff. But that immediately dissipates as you fight off the first Infection. Uh, it wow. is now uh, PG's turn. PG, uh, you were the other one to see this. Uh, you yeah, are five so, feet away. Yeah, PG is going to completely uh, take her laser pistol that she got from uh, Dax with her tail, and she's going to shoot it. 
natural uh, 18. Oh, wow. that's going to be a hit. 22, yeah. Um, 22, yep. And so that's a D4 plus and three points of damage. Three points of damage. All right, so uh, boom, with the gun, three points of damage. And now it is uh, Mayshun's turn. Mayshun, you see, this all, you were just kind of like, I don't know, what do you think? Were you ready to sign some autographs? Or were yeah, you I, I think I might have been beginning to be seduced by the, <laughs> the idea of being so You basically had a picture of yourself ready yep. to sign, and you see Friss pull out a gun, fire it, and immediately, uh, seconds later, PG do the same thing. I drop the 8 by 10 glossy on the ground. <laughs> I turn uh, action. 30 feet away. <laughs> Uh, no, you're about t- uh, 10 feet 10 away. feet away. Okay, so, so I you're all kind of clustered in. They, the, the crowd is pushing us in. together. Yeah. Within touch rain, is there anything electrical on this person? Uh, yeah, he's wearing a watch. Great. I touch that watch. I hit, probably, with a 20 against touch AC. 20 against touch will hit. He's going to take 46 electricity damage. Oh, my God. Wow. Jolting <laughs> surge, baby. Wow. <laughs> he oh, rolls so. <laughs> oh no! Twenty-two oh, points of electrical oh, damage. Oh, <laughs> no attack of opportunity. Excuse that. Drop the glossy to the ground. And before it even hits the ground, you whoop, whoop, reach out, grab his watch, it just fries him and kills him. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh my God! Oh. Train killer kills this sick. little killer. assassin, and boom, he hits the ground. Oh. And he just, as the light's fading out of his eyes, he looks right at Friss uh-huh. and just says, and then dies. Uh, Friss comes, walks up to the, to his body and like, Kicks him across the face because he lies there, <laughs> tooth clattering on the. And he looks. He like looks to the camera, like if there's a, like a, a, a video camera, like a news camera, like pointing at him, like the nearest camera. Yeah, camera. Is it? Which is that? Camera one, camera two. Which this one? This one? Suppose so this is like, all right, us. If you want to get me, you're going to have to do a little bit better than that tuba. <laughs> <laughs> We're alive at the scene. Is that a- <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, people went from like screaming to backing off to like rocket applause. Oh my god, they're here! Let's look at them. Because he imagine- knows he's fucked now. It's just like right. I, I can't hide. So it's just like yeah, you try want- and intimidate. Chad. Yeah, it's like fuck yeah. Intimidate. <laughs> Reporters are starting to roll in. Do you want to shake the hell like, out of here? Chris is like yeah. shaking. Yeah, let's. I want to get out of here. Yeah, so you can just break away. What do you think of Mesha? Totally forgot to give you a DC 16 reflex save. Fail. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah okay. I just don't want people to complain later. It's a lot. Yeah, so you, let's say you break away from the crowd and you're running and you're like the Beatles and they're following you. <laughs> if the Beatles just <laughs> murdered a gnome. <laughs> and for my next hit. a hard hit. day's night and I just killed a gnome. <laughs> this can out in within, within 20 seconds. Like yeah, twenty four seconds. That right? it, this would be. This it's is just like, like somebody comes up with a syringe, sticks it in one of us, and then three, two people shoot him, and then the other one electrocutes him. To death. Yeah, <laughs> his last. Jack didn't even move. He was just like. What's uh, going yeah, on? Wait, and he what? was dead. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Come on, Ringo. Uh, His last words were, it was a potion of cure light wound. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm your fan. You look so well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that was uh, a pretty bad serum. If you roll a heel check. Uh, you can roll a peel check for us if you want to mm. know what was going on with that. Medicine check. Medicine, I'm sorry. Ooh, 30. Yeah, you... You it. know what this serum is. You can't remember what it's called. It's got some crazy uh, Latin name, but you know that it had the potential to just straight up kill you. Oh, wow. Yeah, it would have stopped your heart. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, Murder serum. Now, why yeah. he says the word hush to you as he's dying, maybe he's just like he realizes his life's over and he's letting you know. Friend yeah. to friend. Or yeah. not friend to friend, but like man to man. Hushes after you. Who knows? Or yeah. maybe he was confronting the, the 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 just the uselessness of his own existence. And as the hush falls in, he wanted to kind of let us know. And the last episode of Androids and Aliens <laughs> that will ever air will be a close up of Meishan's glossy on the ground, covered in dirt. <gasps> hush. With half of her signature on. And then I'll say, we won't see you next week. <laughs> and we won't see you next week. Yeah. And it f- slowly fades. <laughs> uh, oh. 
<laughs> oh, no, you're By silly. the way, don't worry, Ellie. Ellie it's eight, eight and a half here. years old. I'll be forty. So yeah. let's awesome. say you you get out of there and you hop into a, a cab. Where do you an want Uber? A, an Uber? Just you're on your app try, while you're running. <laughs> it's so surprising right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna have to walk. It totally, it totally would be a murder occurred. Yeah, the yeah. Is trying yeah. To get away. Time for a via. <laughs> <laughs> you did just kill someone and run away. Yeah, uh, but you're heroes. Um, That's right. Yeah, they accepted them. Let, it do, let us do it. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes kill. That's you get near a space Uber. Um, Probably wanted for murder. <laughs> I've been meaning to speak to you about this. Uh, what, what do you guys want to do now? You obviously have a bone to pick with Gavilask Nor, but here's the thing. I don't have to tell you your own business, but you don't exactly go walking into an ambassador's office and start telling him, this is, the, this is, what, this is what's what. You one can, does simply not... One, one does not simply walk into Ambassador Noor's office. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're all aware of that. Yet, this guy, what the hell's going on? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But there is a lot of information that can only be, uh, that we can only get from this guy. So we have sure. to try. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to, uh, like, I can't speak for Friss, but I mean, we're not going to be able to go in there and put a knife to his throat. Like, right. I get it. Right, Roll but, for initiative. Right, <laughs> but I think that I—I I mean, he sent us on this mission. We're reporting. We're debriefing. We're going back. Yeah, and we have to ask. I'm sorry, but we have to ask Ambassador WTF. What's the deal with the in live stream that was not part of the contract? Yeah, I believe if you look at section four of the contract. Oh no. Part, particle A. It's particle A. Particle A. Particle A. Particle A. Particle A. <laughs> sci fi article? Oh my In God. In Starfinder, they're particles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's part of an article, Grant. It's a sci fi legal term. You open the contract and there's just a floating particle above <laughs> yeah. Everything, see, yeah, the fine print is so fine that it's able to be carried on, <laughs> on very microscopic particles. Question. Does et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> does anyone you have like culture check for Absalom Station in case there's like a place we can go to hide out and put on some disguise kits or stuff like that. Could head down to the spike, maybe. Be harder to chuck us down there. Yeah, the spike is uh, a uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy. Mm -hmm. Well, I think like uh, Meishun said before, we're hiding in plain sight. You know, there's, there's a great deal of fanfare around us, so... People are watching us a lot, which might deter some people. Obviously, it didn't deter this one assassin, but we know we can keep our guard up. Yeah. You know? For sure. When we sleep, keep but a watch going, that kind of thing. No, we only need to do one night. Yeah. Gnomes are desperate, too. They're the lamest race in all of Starfinder. So they got to <laughs> get their moments when they can. They got to <laughs> jump out of crowds, stab people. Imagine you landed. You're broadcast. Now, obviously, you've been broadcasting all week. You go to the Starfinder Society. You walk outside, and there's already a hit on you. It is. That's it's how fast just, this dude It's moved. just like when they got Hyman Roth yes. in the airport. Everyone's watching. There's cameras everywhere, and this guy just comes up and I just want to live out my days, but they won't let me yeah. in the Israel. Um, all right, so off to the bone store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Remember this, yes. uh, his headquarters, it's all gothic and like, dark black basalt walls and uh, everyone is just killed from the skeletal janitors. (laughs) 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 Like the receptionist is undead. They all have those weird glowing eyes. It's, I mean, I guess it's normal for for these characters. It wouldn't be that strange, but you just have to picture what this would look like if this was a live action or even a cartoon. You, You walk in and you see these undead just walking around and there's a there's a stigma attached to them, even though the you know the 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 Eoxian, the the bone fleet, the corpse fleet, excuse me, is outlawed. They're technically allowed in, but still people aren't a hundred percent with them. And now you've got to go. It's still an like an evil them. planet. Yeah. yeah. But they're just because of the pact worlds. They're they've they've signed the pact, so they're still kind of a functioning diplomatic member of the the inter interplanetary community, even though they're they're evil. It's bad news. And what interest does he have in this bone trooper that you find aboard the shuttle? What's the deal? What is that cargo for? Anyways, you get in. 
You ask for a meeting. You think maybe they're going to be like, sorry, he can't see you right now. He happily invites you upstairs to his strange gothic office. Okay. And he's sitting there again, steepling his fingers, just <laughs> looking at you. Who is doing the talking? Is it going to be Captain K? Is it going to be Dotafris? Uh, is it going to be Dax attack? That's all our, what's everyone's diplomacy? My diplomacy is <laughs> at a plus six. I'm plus six as well. Negative one. I'm also a plus six intimidate. Nobody uh, likes an android. Yeah, I'm a Flat zero. affect. Flat affect. Flat affect. I got plus two. And PG so. has never seen the Well, I guess that <laughs> it probably falls for the captain. Okay. All being equal. And I can help you. Like, I'll aid your diplomatic aid. Do you, have, do you speak Eoxian? I do not. I he speak Eoxian, so I can roll what? to aid your diplomacy checks. You have, like, eight languages. So I'm like, what she meant to say was... <laughs> and, like, clarify on his behalf. <laughs> do you walk in and immediately start talking, or do you let him speak? Are there chairs? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't use them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I obvious. imagine we all. I imagine we all just kind of walk straight in up to his desk and stand there, and and Kreska just stares at him for a minute. Ooh. And he sits there, just looking at you with those little glowing lights in the empty eye sockets of the skull. Welcome back. First of all, I would like to thank you for all that you have done. Your discoveries aboard the Acreon and on the Driftrock will go a long way towards bringing peace to the families of the deceased, as well as resolving the conflict between Astral Extractions and the Hard Scrabble Collective. I must make some apologies, of course. First, for the departure of the Hippocampus. As the ship was not mine, I was unaware that it was scheduled to return to Absalom Station on a timer in the event that your mission was compromised and you did not return. Sense motive? Sure. Boom. Natty two. <laughs> For a total of zero. <laughs> Ten. Thirteen. Seventeen. Ooh. Six. I remember oh, this guy is too good. This no. guy is such an accomplished diplomat. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't even know if he was lying. Yeah. Yes. I remember this exact thing yeah. happening the yeah. last time we talked to him. <laughs> yeah, we all rolled a sense motive and you said, this guy is such a great <laughs> diplomat. You have yeah. no idea. No. I remember, uh, and Mac, like, rolled a 35 or something. Right. That's still and Troy me. laughed in your face. Yeah. yeah. And then he killed me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then because of that diplomacy check, he killed your character that several episodes later. <laughs> Had I known that was the case, I would have taken greater pains to ensure your safety. Rest assured, I had rescue ships at the ready when your mission was complete. I did, however, send a team to retrieve my cargo from the hippocampus and take it to a safe location when it returned here to Absalom Station. As to why it was very clearly opened, in spite of my explicit instructions not to, under the circumstances, I will look the other way and you will be paid the full amount, including the amount for your fallen comrade. <gasps> And uh, all of your uh, comm units light up with uh, 500 credits each. And then there's another floating 500 uh, in honor of Mac. Now. That's 1,000 each, by the friend. Because 500 get for the job, 500 bonus each for the... Uh... By the way, speaking of this... Yeah, I, I can look that up. Um... <laughs> so I'm sensing motive on Troy. Uh, no, I, I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's in the episode. It is. Okay. If we brought it back, but you can decide not to give it to us because it was opened. Right, right, right. You'd no, be no. like, you fucked up that part. If, if, that's what, if that's what I told you, then you get 1,000 each. Good. Now. I, I mean, 1,500. <laughs> <laughs> 2,000 each. Uh, Even the Mac floating the money? Is it 1,000? Yeah, we've, uh, it's all factored. No, it's not. Okay. I'll talk. Now. I am sure, and I can see from your faces that you are upset, but I am sure you are curious as to why I broadcasted the events that took place. You must understand it was a necessary component of the mediation. Though I am a neutral arbiter, I felt it best that they know exactly what went on on the rock. He types on a keypad on his arm, and Dax, you feel like a slight buzzing from behind your ear, as like... All of a sudden, something detaches from your ear and then appears, and you see this like little nanosite bot materialize oh. in front of you. Whoa. Thankfully, I took precautions in the event the first camera, looks at Dr. Friss, failed. 
This guy is not to be fucked with. <laughs> Again, I apologize for not being more upfront with you about the precautions that I needed to take, but everything worked out for the best for those of you here, of course. Except for the one who is not. Yes, and again, I am very saddened by that. Hopefully the credits will go some way towards easing your pain. They were going to say, hopefully you named the ship after her. (laughs) Hopefully you did Uh, honor to her. (laughs) Apparently she had quite a large family. Doesn't seem like 500 credits is going to go that far. I altered the deal. <laughs> pray, pray, pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> well, so, yeah, Frisk speaks up, and he says, he says, you, uh, I'm afraid that this, this is an unacceptable situation for me. Do you have any idea what you have done by transmitting my identity to all the entirety of the packed worlds? Do you have any idea who knows where I am? Do you have any idea what I've got coming after me now? I'm sorry, I do not. An apology is not what I want. I want my life back, but it is too late. I want compensation. There is every chance that I will be killed in a horrible way because of what you have done. I was not aware of your situation. And I do, again, apologize for compromising your safety. Hopefully 1,000 credits would be enough for you to start rebuilding your life. But, my friend, you knew the risks. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. First pulls his gun. <laughs> he points it right in his face. And he doesn't even move. He's still sitting there. Stapling his fingers. Dr. Friss. PG is, is, is on the ready like a cat. I overlooked you opening my cargo. I overlooked you destroying my nanosite. You should leave so that I may overlook this as well. And you hear, like, footsteps coming down the hall. Do you need help leaving? Or will you leave under your own power? And the whole time the gun's drawn him, he's just, like, staring those glowing eyes at you. Alright, Friss lowers the gun. And he says, I appreciate your courtesy. But if I survive what is coming for me, you may not be so lucky. And he holsters the gun, and he leaves. Just walks out. And you walk out, and you see five guards, uh, all uh, undead. Out of my way, Kimball. (laughs) Walk through them. (laughs) And he looks at the rest of you. Sorry, Rob. Dax is going to jump in, and he says, Ambassador, if I may speak... He's, Dax is trying to like take hints from the way Mac approached everything. She was like very formal with him and like overly, and he's trying to emulate that kind of human to human interaction in this uh, this um, situation, which is very unfamiliar to him. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of mimicking. Um, if I may speak, there is a great deal of wisdom, I believe, to documenting the mission and keeping the facts straight for all parties to see live while it is happening. However, the video deliberately changes the facts and omits things that should have been revealed to other parties. Can you explain this? What do you speak of? I speak of the video implying that Dax landed the killing shot on... What's her name? Clara. Clara246. And the omission of your cargo and the attack by the corpse fleet ship as we tried to return to Absalom Station. The cargo was my business. I edited that footage out myself. As to this question of you killing the android, that was not my doing. I was as surprised as you, because that is not the original footage that I received. Who has access to this footage besides you? The raw data. 
Who else could have edited it? I do not know. But I'm sure you understand there are powers even greater than mine here on Absalom Station. What I sent out to the media was pure, unadulterated footage, with the exception of my cargo, which was not even your business. And what of the, what of the Oxian ship that ambushed us on our return? I have no connection, official or unofficial, with the corpse fleet. Sense motive. <laughs> Natural one. Oh, for a total of negative one. <laughs> 17 for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is... Be- he is being completely this- truthful. <laughs> this is also this is just an ongoing question, like I was saying before. Are even the Eoxians that are uh, part of the pact here, are they still dealing with things? Yeah. Roll a culture check. 16. 22. Friss, roll, roll one, two. I'm not there. Yeah, I know, but this is just... Oh, uh, okay. Uh, 30. <laughs> so, Friss, far away in another room. 100 yards down <laughs> That's an incredible realization. He your your, your comm unit starts ringing. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking... Ask him about the blow of love. All right, all right. Thinking back to that, you know, cargo, mm-hmm. you notice that the uh, woman was wearing an officer's uniform of the corpse fleet. Oh, wow. right. And oh, so this right. is something mm. you would have pieced together and told other people about, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, maybe she oh. was. Maybe they were coming for her. She's a prisoner of yeah, war yeah. or a commander or they're taking her to stand trial somewhere else. Or maybe she's defecting or something. Yeah. That would be cool. Let's go off book. Let's do the defection story of the corpse fleet <laughs> officer. Book three, the defection of the officer. <laughs> um... <laughs> What do you know of this Claire two four six, who hired her and sent us to kill, sent her to kill us? Two four seven. I two four seven. Do I know nothing of her? According to the streams that you are seeing now, she was a mercenary killer. That much I believe is true. That is all I know of her. She was obviously not hired by me. Has there been any evidence of a body? No. No one Not has seen to my knowledge. a body. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, just check. <laughs> Out of all the things undecided and unknown, has a conclusion been reached in the arbitration between the Hardscrabble Collective? Not as of yet. We are working towards a equitable solution as we speak, and that is why you have been paid, because you have done excellent work. I believe we'll be able to come to some sort of financial compromise. It seems as if what you discovered on this drift rock is of far greater importance. Who will possess the drift rock? Will that be determined at the end? Do you happen to know which way the committee is leaning? Yes. I believe astral extractions will retain the rights to the rock. Damn it! I knew it! No. But I am not... Dax pulls out his gun. No. <laughs> we all just slowly walk out of the room. Everyone pulls a gun by holster and walks out. Has a scene with him holding the gun in yeah. his face while he sits there calmly. Yeah. And there's just PG left at the end. <laughs> she pulls out three guns. <laughs> one in her tail, one in each hand. Perfect. I knew it. I am not sure that that will be the case, but they are far more powerful, and I'm sure they will just compensate the collective financially. But again, nothing has been decided. From what you saw of the footage, what do you make of the te- the ancient technology on the drift rock? The language, I cannot decipher. But it seems as if the equipment in that room was designed to operate minor subsystems of some larger structure or device. But the control room itself seemed to be no longer connected to that structure. The exact nature of the missing structure remains a mystery to me. I cannot read the language, but I did notice some phrases such as backup power transmission, maneuvering thrusters, and auxiliary fire control. Perhaps it was some space-based weapon system. More importantly, the data that I have analyzed revealed that these systems and the control room itself are incredibly ancient, possibly, possibly even millions of years old. 
It appears as if the Drift Rock was not just some random asteroid that was repurposed as a control center, but that it was part of a larger structure that was designed and artificially constructed at the same time as the machinery and controls in that room. If that is true, the discovery of the Drift Rock is a find of major significance, for not only is it a piece of heretofore unknown technology of exceedingly advanced age, but the larger structure it was once a part of may still be somewhere among the stars just waiting to be discovered. Do not worry if astral extractions gains access to this asteroid, or if it goes to the Collective. It is what is done with this information, and what it will lead to, that is of real importance. It is what will be found next, I think. Hmm. Indeed. And you seem ideally positioned, if you don't mind my saying so, Ambassador, to discover new leads. My job is just as an ambassador to try and make Yoxians welcomed in the pack worlds to mediate between those who are unaccepted and those who are accepted. Though I find this interesting, it is not in my area of interest. We thank you for your time, Ambassador, and for your generous payment of the credits, despite Dr. Friss's decisions. Yes, well, I know that I made things more difficult for you, and emotions are running high with the loss of your captain. Again, I apologize. We will take our leave now. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Just says something so funny about a skeleton. Goodbye. (laughs) And then he does like a skeleton dance. (laughs) Drive safely. You're a xylophone. (laughs) One more thing, Ambassador. Yes. I said goodbye. I'm not finished. (laughs) Captain speaking, Joe. Listen to her. Captain K. We shall be taking our leave of Absalom Station very soon. But I trust that should you need our services again, you should have no trouble contacting us. I appreciate the author. Yes, I will reach out to you again if necessary. One more question. (laughs) Do you have any invisible cameras following us right now? He snaps his fingers and 50 cameras appear. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I have to eat my lunch now. <laughs> it is my lunch. Break. Or he just eats a hamburger and you see it fall down. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we will reconvene with Dr. Friss outside. So here's something that I was thinking. <laughs> Since Gilasnor said that he gave the media the, just the stream that did not contain the edited stuff of Dax killing. Uh, yeah, we have to find out who edited it. So what if we were to speak to the media? Speak to the media? Who? who what representative of the media <laughs> do we know, Matthew? I mean, the only one I know is Roger Glipkwell. Oh, what a grand oh, idea. Look at you wonderful alley We, we oh. can offer a quid pro quo kind of situation. Wow. He gets an exclusive with us. We get information about who doctored the stream. That sounds like a real slam dunk, Matthew. You'd be a fool of a game master who wouldn't go down that road. Absolute fool. Any game master worth his salt will go off book instantaneously. <laughs> you want us to laugh a, uh, an exclusive with Roger Glipwar. Yes, I am getting this right. <laughs> Before you leave Absalom Station the exactly. next day. We are 100% committed to not starting book two for at least four episodes. <laughs> and we, we also demand that Dr. Friss have the closest and largest seat, maybe kind of a blow-up close-up cam on him yep. throughout the interview. Yeah. This the, is his, name, his name under it, block letters. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's already it's, been exposed. If he could, he can seize control of the narrative and maybe he can use this oh, to an interesting. Well, here's the thing about Gliplorp. Not only... It's hard to get a hold of. Not, not only is he uh, the lead anchor on the top-rated news, news show in 
all of Absalom Station. He also has a uh, weekly morning show. Oh. <laughs> and so it was, it's more casual. It's more casual. It's the Sunday it's morning relaxed. local. Yeah. Yeah. Cup, yeah. Of, cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, Fox you know. and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you reach out to his publicist uh, before you leave Absalom Station tomorrow, you can be guests on the morning show, which oh, yeah. will be a, a much, uh, much watched uh, <laughs> show that morning. I'm sure it'll 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 be a. Uh, the top rated show that week. I love, I love it who's like the Charles Corralt of Starfinder. <laughs> who, who are they going to have to cancel out of the morning show? <laughs> who's in there now? It's Matt Damon. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. Yeah. Damon's getting bumped. Yeah. Damon's getting bumped. Uh, Sorry to Matt Damon. The head of Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon's head of the show. Uh, all right, so you want to have uh, Cliff Glorp Cliff Glorp today. You could just see how tired he is. His eyes. <laughs> He's just tired. My head. The, the amount work of time I'm have to that. Troy made that seem real friendly and stuff, but he's just rubbing his forehead. It's just like the uh, morning show, and uh, uh, can't you just go to Castavel? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, so, welcome to Pathfinder, Starfinder. <laughs> oh God! All right, so. Before you go to bed and or settle in or figure out where you want to go down in the spike, like PG uh, suggested, you want to lay low. Do you want to do some shopping? Yeah. Hell yeah. yes. Hell yes. Um, I actually want to bring up a question for you guys because I'm, I was looking at some options and I, I'm a little indecisive. And so I narrowed it down and it's just kind of general. Like, do you think that I should... So I have like 2,000 credits to play with. So I, I can get like a big thing or like a couple little things kind of idea. And I don't know if I should go offensive or defensive. So I'm just sort of... I'm wondering... So like the two main options I'm looking at are one... Spend it all on an enormous, amazing gun. <laughs> it's just a big-ass machine gun. Yeah. That like... It's awesome. Do I don't it. want to give all the details away, it. but it's a lot of damage, a lot of damage. Or the other option is I could get a set of heavy armor with jets in it that I, oh, so I could wow. fly. And not just like fly anywhere. You can only fly like 10 feet off the ground, but it's like you could like go over but maneuvering gaps. in yep. zero G. Yeah, exactly. You can you maneuver know. in zero G. I get a couple bonus points to my AC. Not much, by the way, just a little bit. I'd go from like a 16 KC to an 18 KC with it. Um, well, remember, I can always, I would let you do it on your own and have these little tactical jumps at your own will, but Meishun can cast fly on you. Uh, fair enough. It's it, it's fair within enough. the party's capabilities, but if you want to be like super badass, always mobile within your character, that could be a cool thing too. Yeah. And not for nothing, it seems like you're going to have a lot more fun with the armor because you're going to have to roll dice with the weapon. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you do usually. It is not, and it's a big gun. It's an awesome gun, but it's not an automatic hit cannon, which is what I need. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. It has the automatic hit property. <laughs> um, I think if you pay Troy enough money, he'll let you fudge your dice rolls on air. So just figure that out in real life. And, I want know. cash. All right. Well, I'm going to think about it. What are you guys going to get? Yeah, what are you guys shopping for? Mayshun? Uh, well, first off, uh, before I say what I'm going to do, so the total we talked about before the show, is that increased by 500 creds? No. No. Okay, it's what it is. Um, you know what, though? Let me Give check. yourself all uh, another 100 credits. Oh, that's great. Oh, nice. Because I just reread uh, book one while Joe was talking. 600 was the bonus? And he promised you 600 yep. each, yep. 500 for the bonus. Right. Uh, oh. So oh. I, I remember the no, 600. So that's, that's 600 more. No, no, no. no. It's, it's 600 more than total. what he gave us. 500 more total. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand that. I'm saying that, uh, yeah, gotcha, okay. Oh, and he will uh, return the no qual to you that you found oh. uh, on that, that came on the hippocampus. Oh, nice. oh awesome. that makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. That changes everything. That's awesome. great. Um, For your silence. It's just another, it's just another thousand total, so well, it's just another You know, me. I'm not going to turn my nose up at it, but it's not going to change my plans too much, because things in the future are expensive Troy <laughs> uh, I did a couple fun things I um, I added the anchoring property to my laser pistol azimuth I figure if I'm gonna crit I'm gonna keep an enemy 
stuck in place right there. What? No. It's only cool. 120 credits to add. Oh, that is cool. Really so cool, yeah. I don't know if I like insert my gun into like an azimuth pistol shaped like hole and like insert like several $20 bills and then it spits <laughs> it back out like a Metro card or something. Uh, but that's the upgrade I got there. Um, very simple. And it'll just be nice if I, if I, if I crit. Uh, and then I got rid of my old armor. And I picked myself up some Lashunta Temp Wave. Ooh, mm, that just sounds cool. That's good it stuff. Is, uh, <laughs> good has developed this uh, light armor by threading temperature-regulating wires through reinforced clothing. The result is a protective, flexible outfit that maintains a comfortable temperature for the wearer. So I no longer have to wear uh, antiperspirant. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have 96 charges on this thing to uh, have basic environmental protections. I can activate that. So that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, those are my two big things. Frisco, the Frisco kid over there. What do you got? Uh, I bought a suit of graphite uh, carbon skin. Oh. Uh, which is a little bit better. Basically increases my AC by two. Like both my ACs by two. Um, that was like 1200 and yeah, this is it's expensive for not much. But uh, and then I just bought like a bunch of gear. Um, I got a I bought a disguise kit, which I didn't have. Fine, that's be important now. I got dust goggles, um, which replace my goggles, like my uh, no my regular goggles. I guess <laughs> I had like I don't know. Uh, they give me a they remove any perception penalties for looking at. Uh, around for stuff in a dust storm. Oh, cool! And, uh, that's a good uh, I got a uh, a profession arche- a set of professionals tools for my archaeologist profession. <laughs> so I have archaeologist tools that'll come in handy a in Castrovel. Yes, and then I also got a starship repair kit. Oh, great! So that'll give uh, both the archaeologist tools and the starship repair kit give me a plus four to my checks on either of those things. Did you guys consider pooling money and upgrading the starship at all, or is that way out of your price range? Jeez, I didn't even. Think I, of that. I think it's way. That's the. That's probably down the line. Yeah, you might need like another book's worth of go- like cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, I, you know, I don't. I honestly have no idea how expensive that stuff is. We could probably afford some upgrades, uh, some upgrades. But I think, well, I mean, we are all at level one equipment. Like, we definitely need yeah. character upgrades. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With an engineer like PG, we're not going to lose. Exactly. We don't need to upgrade. <laughs> how can you lose? Well, especially if we're going on an expedition to Castrovel. Like, yeah, something might happen in in the drift, and <laughs> that would suck. But like. The expedition we're about to embark on, we're not going to be in the starship the whole time. You know what I mean? We're going to be out. You don't know. Fending for ourselves. Uh, PG. Sorry. I also got a quick release sheath uh, to upgrade for my armor. Wow. So I can pull my pistol as a swift action. That's cool. That's yeah. just yes. great to have. Is that like built in? Yeah. 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 Um, did anyone get, uh, before I move on to PG, anyone get any, um, not cybernetic stuff, but like built augmentations? Augmentations. I didn't even man, think if, about augmentation. If I was man, playing, man. that's the first thing I would buy. Some cool because there's a, there's so a thing you can build that's like a quick release thing in your arm. Yeah, to have the gun like come out as a I don't know maybe even a free action. Uh, PG, they yeah. found you with we'll say with no equipment, so no. you're really doing all of your shopping here yep. uh, in Absalom Station. What what are you getting? Anything good? Oh, a lot of stuff. So I mostly spent all of my money on armor because I never want to die again, Troy. <laughs> and he laughs. Tell that to Skid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man, you're not. Anyway. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, you're not. <laughs> so, um, but I also, you know, because a uh, hundred years has passed and just looking at our planet, uh, imagine a hundred years from now the technology and, that, and the advancement, like, uh, considering, yeah, from 1900s to now, it's a lot of things that happened. So I think PG walked around being like, oh my god, like an Apple fanboy from the 80s, just <laughs> discovering the iPhone, you know? It's like, what? And but I think, I think there's got to be kind of woven into the story of some kind of, is a little, some technological stagnation. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, the ship that you were on, uh, this hundred-year-old ship is still basically state-of-the-art. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think so. it's, I don't think it's like the Apple reference I just did. It's not like that, but yeah, take it back. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I bought a Lashunta Ringwear two, oh, which gives me, hold on, Joe, it gives me a. <laughs> 
KAC bonus of 10. Oh, my God. And an EAC bonus of 8. So I am at... Just I am back. I like completely n- baffled by. I like nineteen. How much does it cost? Two thousand. Two thousand eight hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like that Starfinder uh, doesn't have the thing in Pathfinder where it's like you can only spend thirty percent of your starting wealth on one item because that would be such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's well, that's in Pathfinder. Thing. I don't. Th- I, I, did, I haven't seen it in Starfinder. I mean, they can s- try to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything my, else of interest? Uh, and then I got two arc pistols uh, with the money. Uh, I got from Mac. Archimeters? Arc, no, arc pistols. Okay. Static, uh, static damage, and they are. And I also got the feet multi, multi weapons. Multi oh, weapons. that's your feet. Your third level feet, or? Uh, no, it's it's a uh, multi weapon fighting. My third level feet is uh, that I can have heavy armor. Ah. Um, so multi weapon fighting, which means that I can, you know, um, I don't get much of a penalty when I'm multi weapon fighting. So I can technically do fourteen points of damage in one round. Ah. Mm. Even more if you crit twice. Yeah, that's, I will never do that. Uh, <laughs> what about old Captain K? Uh, Captain Cap- Crunch. Captain K uh, upgraded her armor. Mm. Also did not go up to a plus 10 bonus to KAC. No. But, uh, <laughs> so she's wearing a, a mean suit of Defrex hide, which is a vest uh, often, very often worn by Vesk. Um, so she's going back to her roots. She also... Gave herself. She bought herself a, a weapon fusion for her Dashko. Oh, oh! This is pretty cool. Uh, it's called called. So as a swift action, I can just call the weapon to me and it teleports into my hand. That's so cool. Oh, Amazing. That's so cool. Even if it's in someone else's hand. That's so. That's cool. awesome. <laughs> that's gonna be badass. Yeah, it's within a hundred feet, so it can't go like anywhere in the universe. But like, I also imagine like it's on her back, she's like swift action Boom. in her hand. Swing. Wow! It's like Thor. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm reading augmentations. There's some pretty fascinating stuff. N- nothing that would, uh, I-, I think, greatly change what we're doing. Here. I actually just not with our current wealth. A lot, yeah, and a lot of it's higher level. Yeah, I just bought one actually. What did you buy? I got a respiration compounder, uh, which is implanted in your in your lungs. Uh, they let you survive longer without having to breathe. Treat your constitution score as though it were doubled for the purpose of how long you can hold your breath. Very cool. You also gain a plus four bonus to constitution checks to continue holding your breath. Uh, it also filters your air, granting a plus two bonus to saving throws against inhaled poisons or other airborne toxins. That's very cool. That is cool. Yeah. I think this one might be awesome. It's just not for me because he's got no, Dax has no diplomacy, but wild-wise? Yep. I just was about to that buy you, it. I was just about to yeah, buy it. Yeah, I think we got to buy that. That lets you talk to You creatures. can talk to animals. Oh. It's vaguely. Wow. It's vague stuff. I was thinking for about For Casterville, yeah. That's yeah. With, yeah. That, with that 200. And it's only 500. With yeah. that 200. I'll do it. With pays that, for itself. <laughs> yeah, you just got to talk to like two parrots and it pays for itself. That's right. <laughs> like, ironically, those parrots already spoke English. <laughs> I spent all this money on an augmentation and they spoke English already. Yeah, I mean, common already. You he told me I wanted a cracker over and over again. I'll do it. Go for it. Yeah, good idea. It's, good a, idea. it's a soft purple fungus and it attaches itself to your vocal cords and extends filaments into portions <laughs> of your amazing. brain. Gross oh, wow. and amazing. It's like a mammal fish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you can spend 1,400 credits and get plus two to an ability score. Really? Through personal upgrades. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh. Is that you an augmentation? Just, oh. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's under yeah. augmentations. Yeah, it's a personal upgrade. It's, one is called, this is so cool, Ability Crystal. The crystal formed a mystical connection to the memories of a hero's long ago. Yep. Any character can spend one hour communing with the crystal and gain plus two uh, ability points. Yeah, wow. it's, it's really, really cool. So you can, cha- you can change it? What's that? No, it's one, oh, it's one time. Use it, one time magic yeah. is forever spent. I, this has inspired me, also looking through. Uh, I am going to add with that extra credits I got infrared sensors to my uh, armor, which is going to let me have dark vision up to 60 feet. I just love the image of Mei Shun with oh, like great. night vision goggles like on. Predator. Yeah. And it has the slots. Yep. Yeah, they, they a lot of these heavy armors at level four or lower, one upgrade slot. And that's it. Yeah. I was huh. like, come on, I want a couple upgrade slots. Yeah, I was going to get I was gonna re- get a radiation buffer uh, for my armor, but that's I already had the, the quick sheet like, yeah. for right. the slots. The so. augmentations are for you, not your armor, though. Right, like wildwise right. doesn't count for that. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's I was talking thing. about infrared sensors. Yeah. I, I'm going to do this wildwise. I love that Kreska is like having this, had this this experience where she kind of touched another 
Again, she had, had another connection with something beyond herself with a zombie experience. And now she wants to kind of take some psychedelic mushrooms and uh, fuse them to her vocal cords so that, she can talk to animals. That is so cool. Do- That's awesome. Dr. Friss, you keep calling her a big lizard. I did not know she could converse with them. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Dax, what about you? Uh, all right. So, yeah, I think I'm kind of doing this on the fly here, but I think Dax is going to go with uh, hidden soldier armor. Uh, which is very, uh, God, it's like fallout armor, but not, not the power armor. It, it's, it's basically like, um, like it has a, uh, a mask and like a wide visor, like glass visor. So you can't see the face behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you remain completely anonymous and it has like a little breather on the front. Uh, and then it's just like heavy chest plated with gauntlets and, uh, and, uh, pauldrons and oh, everything cool. like a full set awesome. of armor. And I'm going to get it, uh, uh, upgraded with jump jets. Nice. <laughs> so that awesome. he can fly. Very good. I'm going to call you captain phasma for the rest of this <laughs> <laughs> adventure. Chris, uh, how tall are you? I'm pretty tall. I am over six feet. Where is this on here? I'm 84 inches. Okay. Wow. What? <laughs> what? Holy shit, that's tall. I just don't speak inches. That's you're right. oh, that's seven. Uh, I don't speak in- inches. How many mates? Seven foot two. I didn't know you were that tall. I'll, I'll yeah. put it in I meters. I don't think you're seven. That's 2.1 meters. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now she gets it. Wow. It means nothing to me. <laughs> it's so weird playing with someone who has a metric brain. <laughs> but also, like, I have finally figured out feet, but then they add inches. Like, who, I've never met anyone who says, I'm 84 inches tall. I mean, I don't either. That's Just, all. That's, that's exclusive to Hero Lab. Wow. Must be weird. Yeah. Or, or, or babies. Like or infants. penises. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> the men in Europe oh measure their penises and say, mine is half a meter long. <laughs> Jesus. That sounds it's very uncomfortable. Half a That's, meter long. That's an extremely oh, well-endowed man. But it sounds so small. Uh, mine is 0.02 meters. Wow, you're packing some heat down there. Uh, oh, man. Oh, that's a man. You could, you could say 50 centimeters. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, if you measure in centimeters, there's more of them if that's all you care about. That's true. You just want a bigger number. You could say 50. Uh, 500 millimeters. All right, so you do your shopping. You head down to the spike and find some seedy little... Uh, Motel, flickering neon lights. I go to a ripper dock. A ripper dock to get to put my implants in. Nice <laughs> <laughs> do. Yeah, I find I find a uh, what is it? A, what's it? Wildwise. I find a Wildwise dealer on the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you want to get wild. You want to get wild. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I Just love put it. this on your vocal cords, bro. <laughs> uh, all right, and you sleep off, and then you wake up, head back up. Uh, into the heart of the station, and a limo picks you up. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Because they arrange transportation for you. You drive through the streets. There's no, uh, it's a flying limo. Uh, <laughs> they drive, you fly through the streets, and you see a huge crowd of people lining up outside of a studio waiting to get in to see Good Morning Glipglorp. <laughs> and yeah. we'll see you next week. <laughs> We're already done? Oh, man. Oh, I was looking forward to it. He needs to prep it. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.